on today's episode of Power of the Towel, part of the Next Misconduct Network of Podcast, Tanner Pearson is going to be a Vancouver Canuck for at least the next three seasons. He recently signed a contract extension, three years, $3.25 million. We'll get into why, although it's not a huge contract, it's still the wrong move to make if you are the Vancouver Canucks. And of course, we update you on the COVID situation surrounding the team and Jim Benning's press conference that he did this morning. Should be a good one. You'll be saying wow every time you use this towel. He's not a person at all. He's a towel. You're a towel. But in Vancouver, mainly it's all about towel power. Are you ready? Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Power of the Towel, part of the Next Misconduct network of podcasts. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I will read the most positive reviews on this show on a future episode. Not the negative ones, only the positive ones. So you want to be right on the show, submit a positive review. Only positive reviews. I don't want to hear, well, I mean, you can submit a negative review if you want, but I won't be reading them on this show. Now, this is going to be maybe a bit of a more brief episode for a Friday episode just because, well, outside of the Tanner Pearson news, which we will get into in a few moments, the Canucks are, Canucks are still waiting for this COVID outbreak to subside. You know, that it's been good that over the past couple of days there hasn't been any more positive tests, but you're still waiting for, I, think, I believe the rule is you have to test negative four days in a row for you to be clear to come back. So we're still at least over a week away, in my opinion, for the Canucks getting back on the ice. I believe the league is targeting that April 17th game against Toronto Hockey Night in Canada for the Vancouver Canucks to return to the ice. Now, whether that will be featuring a lot of the active roster that we saw the last time the Vancouver Canucks played is is yet to be determined. But we are still over over a week away from the Canucks hitting hitting the ice. And, and the big news since we last recorded on uh, on Monday has been the Tanner Pearson contract extension. Three years, $3.25 million. He was rumored to be high on a lot of teams' list at the trade deadline, but Jimbo said, you know what, I need to lock this guy up. I need a, I need this guy in the lineup. And again, it's not a back-breaking contract in a sense. It's not the Louis Erickson 6 by 6 But... Again, and we feel like, at least I do, and a lot of Canucks fans, I think, feel this way as well. It's just another example of Jim Benning not really having a plan in terms of how to build this team going forward. It seems like every time Jim Benning has cap space, he has to spend it. It feels like he has to spend it. Cap space burns a hole in Jim Benning's pocket. And again, you can say about this contract, oh, it's it's not that big of a deal. It's, you know, does not hamper the team that much in terms of long-term cap ramifications. 
But isn't this how we got to this situation in the first place in terms of the Vancouver Canucks? Isn't this how we got to this spot? Isn't this how we got to a situation where you had to let good players like Tyler Toffoli walk in free agency? And if you think about it, this Tanner Pearson contract is going to expire the same year Tyler Toffoli's deal expires in Montreal for, I guess, $1 million less. But if you really wanted to re-sign Tanner Pearson, why not prioritize that for a guy like Tyler Toffoli? Again, we can go every year. The Canucks have cap space. They seem to blow their bag in free agency, and it comes back to bite them. 2016, they have the cap space, signed Louis Erickson. 2017, signed guys like Sam Gagne, Alex Bermistrov, Michael Delzato. Sure, none of those guys have come back to bite them, but Sam Gagne led to Ryan Spooner, who they bought out, which is a million dollars against their cap this season. 2018, Jay Beagle, Antoine Roussel. 2019, we needed a defenseman. We have the cap space. Let's go blow a bag on Tyler Myers. This this management team does not value cap space as an asset, and it is. We've talked about it on this show before. Cap space is an asset, but they don't see it that way. They see they see cap space, and they see a need, and they say, we got to spend it. You don't have to spend cap space. You don't have to sign a guy like Tanner Pearson. You don't have to. You can let him walk. And yes, that would suck if you weren't able to trade him. But realistically, that probably might be the better option or was the better option, I guess, for this team than signing him to a three-year... And he has no trade protection. He's going to be protected in the expansion draft. That's another spot that's taken for the Vancouver Canucks that you could have been flexible in terms of who to take. And now the, the Seattle Kraken are going to take someone off this Vancouver Canucks roster. Whether that's a guy like Tyler Mott, a Zach McEwen, a Cole Lind. Gone is the flexibility for the Seattle expansion draft. And, and, and that's that's a part of it. But the big big thing to me for the Tanner Pearson contract extension is just if we want to get a bit bit more big picture, a bit more meta, is this this management team does not have a plan. It shows me they do not have a plan to make this team better other than keep this core together and hope you get lucky. Because that's what it really is right now. And again, Tanner Pearson 3.25 is not the end of the world. It's not a, an anchor contract by any by any sense. But again, we, we a lot of people probably said that about J.B. Galantuan Roussel, and now those contracts look unmovable. For a guy like Tanner Pearson, good for him. Good for him for getting a contract, securing that money for his family. But Jim Ben is not. These agents must be licking their lips anytime they have to go up against Jim Benning for a contract negotiation. And we'll get into this after the break in terms of the rationale at the at the press conference today. And of course, you know I'm a self-loathing Canucks fan. I watched the press conference. Yes, I watched the press conference. But again, the Tanner Pearson extension. Again, you look at it. In a vacuum, you say three times, 3.25. It's not that bad. But that's how we got to our situation with this Vancouver Canucks salary cap structure in the first place. Every year, you spend all your salary cap room. You say, that's not really that bad of a deal. It's not that bad of a deal. And then at the end of the day, when push comes to shove, like last October, last free agency, 
you go, oh shit, you know, we have a salary cap problem. You can't get rid of your salary cap problems if you keep signing salary cap problems to your roster. And Jim Benning, over seven, close to seven years into the job, he's going to, his seven year anniversary, Jim Benning is, uh, is going to be coming up in May. Seven years, Jim Benning still does not realize that, and that's very disappointing for people who want to see this team succeed. Anyways, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, we're going to talk about briefly this Jim Benning press conference. He, he did address the, uh, the the COVID situation and the Tanner Pearson contract extension. So right after this break, we'll we'll talk about that. All right, we are back on Power of the Towel, part of the Next Misconduct Network of Podcasts. Make sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It would help us out tremendously. And, of course, I will read the most positive reviews on here on a future episode. So let's briefly talk about... Let's briefly talk about this... This press conference from uh, from Jim Benning and... Uh, team physician Jim Bovard. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, well, let's start off. It started off with uh, with team physician uh, Jim Bovard, and I, I think I think he said it well. There's no his quote here is there's no culprit here other than the COVID virus itself, and I think that's important. It's not it's not do anyone a, a good to blame who brought it into the locker room, who brought it into the facility. You know, he said it on the on the uh, in the press conference. Pardon me, that it wasn't really anyone's fault. They weren't doing anything illegal. They, it's just an unfortunate situation. You know, from all accounts, it was one of the players went to a restaurant. That restaurant was deemed a public exposure event, which means they can't get in contact with everyone who was there. So they just say, okay, if you're here between this time and this time, yeah, you you may have COVID nineteen. You may have contracted COVID nineteen. So it wasn't anyone doing anything nefarious. I think that was important to, to lay out there. Again, there's no culprit here other than the COVID virus uh, itself. They go on to, uh, and I think this was important as well, Jim Benning saying them what's most important, the health of our staff, their families, those they love. And and dovetailing off of that, he goes to, uh, goes to talk about how it's going to be a more quiet deadline, and understandably so. You know, you sign your biggest trade asset in Tanner Pearson. He's not going to be – he's not on the COVID list, obviously, but a lot of players are. So that's probably more important for, for Jim Benning and company. Dr. Bovard said, you know, what's happening with us is a microcosm of what's happening in the broader community. And I think that's important to note as well. COVID cases are going up, folks. They they really are, and it's, it's, it's important – to show, and I think it was important to have Doctor Bovard on here. You know, even a uh, even a workplace like the Canucks, they daily test. They have strict guidelines. COVID still got in, so everyone, please stay safe out there. I think that was important. And I think it was Jim Benning said their their conversation is with the league is they want to play all fifty six games. I mean, we can honestly see. I can honestly see a situation where they play those four games against Ottawa while the playoffs are happening. Essentially, exhibition games, which would be weird, but I can see them doing it. Like, they have, you know, money's going to... 
dictate if they play all 56 games or not. And I don't understand why, why you can't make it up to your sponsors later on, but uh, what have you. I, this was an interesting uh, interesting quote for Dr. Bovert, and this is from Tom and Strance's uh, Twitter page. Uh, Dr. Bovert compares how we regard a player playing through a cough or illness in the future to how we regard a player smoking a cigarette at intermission 20 years ago. I thought that was interesting. Um, and then we get on to the more hockey-related part of, of Jim Benning's press conference. And this is the money quote that everyone's going to be uh, bookmarking on Twitter, saving for the future. I don't foresee any cap problems this summer. Which is going to be the ultimate all old takes exposed if uh, if push comes to shove this summer. Uh, he talks about the uh, he talked about the uh, the Leas Patterson Quinn Hughes contract extensions and it sounds like they're going to be, you know, smaller bridge deals, three-year deals. And we've talked about it on this show before. That probably makes sense for both sides from the Vancouver Canucks. You save a bit of money. You don't buy out any UFA years. For Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes, you can bet on yourself in, in three years when the salary cap does eventually go up that you can re-up that contract, make a bit more money. So I think that's pretty much what's going to happen. Jim Benning saying we're not going to have any expansion issues. That's debatable. I think, you know, as the Canucks shape up, they are going to lose someone. But they can, you know, it's not, not someone who can not be replaced. They lose a guy like Zach McEwen. Yeah, it sucks. I like Zach McEwen. I think he could be a, a decent bottom six forward in the future for this team. But you can find those if you're if you're smart enough uh, management group. I thought this was uh, important. Jim Benning saying no players have indicated that they want to opt out from competing for the rest of the season. And he says, you know, they're worried about their their families, but they're competitive guys. They want to get back playing. Kyle Bowne uh, mentioned it on his show before. Like, these guys are wired different. They're professional athletes. They want to get out there. And I, and I agree with that listening, to that, listening to this press conference. It seems like a lot of them, yes, they got sick. Yes, they still need to recover. But when they're clear to play, they want to play. Like, these are what these hockey players are, are built for. And all in all, it was an interesting press conference. Obviously, the I don't foresee any cap problems this summer may come back to bite Jim Benning. But just like the statement before, just like this press conference, it was important for the Vancouver Canucks, I feel, to come out and dispel some rumors to, to lay out what is going on with this outbreak surrounding Vancouver's hockey team. And we, we've mentioned it on this network before. I, I hope this is an experience for, for a lot of players that they come out and, and you know help educate some people on COVID-19. Some people who may not think it's as serious as it is. Maybe, you know, this ripping through a hockey team and these guys are a lot fitter than you or I. Even if you go to the gym five, six times a week, these guys are finely tuned professional athletes and, and it seems like they hit, it hit them like a ton of bricks. And it will be interesting to see if they do talk about their experience of players when they do when they do come back, because again, I think it is important that these players do that in some capacity. But it sounds like, you know, this is going to be the last episode we do before the, the trade deadline. I wouldn't expect many moves from the from the Vancouver Canucks. Listening to what Jim Benning had to say today, Tanner Pearson signed, the COVID outbreak, 
I don't think anyone will blame Jim Benning for not making any moves this time around. Obviously, the COVID outbreak was terrible timing in that regard. So, you know, I, I was planning a couple weeks ago, the last episode, to lay out what exactly a big preview was going to happen for the NHL trade deadline in regards to the Vancouver Canucks. But, you know, I think I think it's pretty clear. They're obviously not trading Tanner Pearson. And with the outbreak, it's kind of put a damper on any sort of trade negotiations surrounding this team. So it's going to be, I think, a very quiet deadline for for the Vancouver Canucks. Anyways, that is today's episode of Power of the Towel, part of the Next Misconduct Network of Podcasts. Make sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Again, I will read the most positive reviews on here one day. The negative ones, not so much. So if you want to be heard, if you want to get a shout-out, the Next Misconduct Network, leave a five-star positive review. Once again, this is Power of the Towel, part of the Next Misconduct Network of Podcasts. I am your host, Nick Bondi. Thank you for listening.